Okay, Parshas Kisavoy, we're really getting into the into the frame of Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara itself in Megillah, and elsewhere mentions that the Toichacha of Parshas Kisavoy of Mishnah Torah is read before Rosh Hashanah. And therefore it has a, a lesson for us and a message for us, but although it mentions only the Toichacha, but the truth is that we have to examine this special, special Parsha and the unique mitzvahs, epic mitzvahs that we find in this week's Parsha as we culminate the, the entire Torah and, and we, we, we come to already mitzvahs The end of the mitzvahs, right? With 611 mitzvahs is this week's parsha. But I'd like to focus a little bit on 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 the the essence of these steps towards Rosh Hashanah in things that we say so by rote every day in our tefillah. And I think it's part of the introduction and the, and the focus that we have to come into Rosh Hashanah with. We have to come into Rosh Hashanah prepared, not just scared. And as he spoke uh, last week, you know, that there are certain principles and, and a certain mindset that we have to come into Rosh Hashanah. And this week, I think we get a fundamental in the mindset of how we have to come into Rosh Hashanah. And it's something that we have to reflect on, think about these, these weeks, the week and a half before, as even the Ashkenazim are going to be starting Shlichus on Matzai Shabbos. This is probably one of the longest Shlichus uh, uh, where we start uh, over a week before. It's, it's the cutoff is when Rosh Hashanah is on uh, Tuesday, <laughs> and that, uh, that you have a whole week before. And this is one of the longest years. We say in our davening, multiple times, in the Yishtabach, you know, I've been davening for the Ahmed in, in, in the memory of my father, or any Kaparas Mishkavoy, and we start the Yishtabach, Brochois v'hoidois me'ato Blessings and thanksgiving from now on forever. And then we mention one of the one of the key features of Akash Bohu is that he's Kail Hahoidois. He is the God of Thanksgiving. We preface our Bircha our Shema in Birchas Kriyashma. We say that 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 we that the, this great gift that we have of, of saying the Kriyashma. So we, towards the end of that bracha of Ava Rabba, which in itself says this is the, the greatest love that a Baruch is showing to Klal Yisrael by giving them a Torah. Ava Soilom, Ava Rabba, Avtonu Hashem And he has tremendous patience, Chemla Rabba, with compassion. And he taught us and gave us the Torah. And at the end, we say, So Pash Vikiraftonu Malkenu, the Shimcha Godel Sela Beemes Beava. And Akashbroka brought us close to his name, the great name forever. With truth, Beemes U Beava in love, Lahoido Islacha. To offer thanks, and to proclaim your oneness with love. So there's, we constantly are giving thanks and giving thanksgiving to Hakadosh Baruch Hu for the privilege of being His servants, of being part of Klal Yisrael. And this is no small mention. This is no small matter. This is teaching us that we must feel and have that emotion. And no better time than before Rosh Hashanah, which I think is, is, is the key 
before you can cry, before you can fear, before you can shake in your boots over the coming judgment, you have to understand the privilege. The privilege of being of being the chosen people, over being part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, and not just his world, but being part of his chosen nation. Ferotz, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us. And he gave us, and we want, we feel the necessity and the utter depth of our being to give thanks to him, that he is the Keil HaHoidois, that we, we, we acknowledge that he is the one, and we want to give the thanksgiving. And no better Parsha that prefaces the Toichacha than the Parsha Bikurim. And I want to focus on something that struck me, and something that we need to focus on, is that this Parsha Bikurim, and the Parsha Bikurim is no, not just a mitzvah that we don't have today, and that's why we, we sort of uh, don't know much about it, because it was only in the times of the Beis Amikdash. But Chazal, if you read it in the Siva Shalom, he has a beautiful piece, which we're going to quote a little bit. He says, the, the greatness of the mitzvah Bikurim. The Torah starts off on 1068, when you will come to Eretz Yisrael, says Chazal that because of the mitzvah Bikurim, you're going to merit to come into Eretz Yisrael. The Sifri, one of the early Midrashim, because of this mitzvah. So we don't have the mitzvahs. How are we going to get into Eretz Yisrael? Golos of thousands of years. But there's the premise, there's the underlying feature of, of mitzvahs bikurim that we have to attach ourselves to. And, and we're going to see this is the mitzvah of hakara, we call it hakara satoiv, being grateful, having gratitude. But when we say in the davening, your dois, it's much deeper than that. Because Baruch doesn't need our gratitude. He's the God of gratitude? What does that ever mean? How do we understand that? How do we connect with that? Anybody who gives us something, we say, thank you. You teach your kids. What what do you say? (laughs) The person gave you a lolly? What do you say? You know, we think we're teaching our kids something. We're teaching them to get a lollipop. You say thank you. That's the, the magic word. To get it. But to feel, to be a grateful person to be connected with Kel HaHoidois, that's far from just forcing them and nudging them and, and holding back the lollipop from them for, for saying, before they say thank you. Bishvil Bikurim Tikonis Loretz. Which means you can't come, you can't have Shaykhs with Eretz Yisrael without understanding what Bikurim is all about. Ain't racious elibikurim, racious, bracious borelukim. Because of all the things that are called racious, bikurim is called as the Pazik Sivilo, Kachta me racious, kol priho adama, take from the first. This is the bracious, this is the beginning of creation. There are a few other mitzvahs also, but bikurim is the racious, is called the first. You take this, the first fruits and you bring it in a basket and you bring it to Eretz Yisrael. The, there's a whole Masechtas Bikurim in Mishnayas that describes the, the, the ceremony and the festivities that went on with the people who brought Bikurim. Everybody came out to greet them. Everybody came out with song and, 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 and dance and, and, and to greet the people who brought the Bikurim, these farmers and they brought it in their baskets. Even if it was a simple wicker basket, it was the fruits. It was this essence of gratitude that has to be celebrated. It has to be integrated into our being. And you come there, and it's not enough just to bring it and to have the festivities. And you come to the Kayan, the Pasuk says, The Kayan that will be in his time. Which Rashi says, you know, 
that all you have is the ain kain should be a mecha. You only have the kain. Hello, is that a is that a chiddush? You're gonna. I'm, I want to wait for Aaron Akayan. He's not. <laughs> he he died a long time ago. I want Pinchas. Where are you gonna find him? So of course you have the kain in your day. We have to see that the sense of gratitude is eternal, and it's part of the essence of your being. And what do you say, Vanisa Vyamarta? And you have a whole long speech that you have to make. You take the basket, it says, and you put it in front of Mizbeach Hashem, the seed of Avoida. And you say, now I'm going to define what my Avoida is and why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is what it means. Mizbeach is the, is the offering. And now I'm giving depth to what I'm doing. You answer and you say, in front of Hashem, you say that, that uh, an Armenian tried to destroy my forefather. He descended to Egypt and, and sojourned there. Jews, few in number. Few in number. And there they became a nation. Great, strong, and numerous. The Egyptians mistreated us and afflicted us and placed hard work upon us. We cried out to Hashem, he saw our pain and our suffering and our toil. He took us out of Mitzrayim and he brought us to this place and he gave us this land that is running with milk and honey. And I brought for you the, the first of the fruits. And I placed it in front of Hashem and I'm bowing down in front of Hashem. And the, and the last culminating pasuk, and you, shall, and you shall rejoice with all the goodness that Hashem, your God, has given you and your household. This is the, this is the speech. This is the, it rings very familiar, this speech. We've heard this somewhere before. Maybe at a time when we're a little bit uh, tired. When do we say this speech? In great length? Pesach. Pesach in the Haggadah. This is the Haggadah. This speech is the Haggadah. We click on every word. That's And we go through each part of this Pesach and we elaborate. That's the whole Haggadah on Pesach night. What's the connection with these two times of year that we say this same speech? What does it represent? We said it already on Pesach. What is it that, we're, that we have to say this speech as a preface to Rosh Hashanah? Is there a connection? And what, did it, what is it and what does it teach us about Rosh Hashanah? So there's, right afterwards, Mamish, the next Pasuk, there's just a little space. It's not even a new Parsha in the Torah. It's a new a space. It's a Parsha Stuma. It says, when you finish to bring the Miser, when you bring the Miser, as called Miser Tvuascha, when you will finish tithing, every tithe of your produce in the third year and you'll give it to the Levi to the Ger, to the Yosem to the Almona and you shall say before Hashem another speech Boy, we're becoming uh, public speakers, right? and what do you say? <coughs> you say I have taken out all that I have been obligated. And we say the Pasuk, in the end of the Pasuk it says, wasn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't transgress any of your commandments. And I have not forgotten. Well, if I haven't 
transgressed anything there, of course I haven't forgotten any of my obligations. Says Rashi, famous Rashi, this is, this is Pasuk um, Yud Gimel. It's a long Pasuk, the end of that Pasuk. Says Rashi, Pasuk Yud Gimel, Loi Shachachti Milivorech. Milivorech Ala Hafroshes Maisris. To make a bracha on, on separating the, the thing. You know, we don't eat with our bracha. Oh, don't you stop your kids. Don't eat. Make a bracha. <laughs> make a bracha? So, this word I'm going to tell you is from the Chidush Arim, but the truth is it's already in the Sifsi Chachamim. We're all familiar with the Sifsi Chachamim on Rashi. It's one of the greatest gifts to how to learn Rashi is the Sifsi Chachamim. It's a parish on, on the Rashi. And it tells you where Rashi's coming from, what Rashi meant to ask. Is it a question? Is it an answer? And here, he, he asks this question. says, and we didn't forget, the Pasuk is saying this, we didn't forget to what? To make a bracha before we brought Meiser. He says, hello, a bracha on anything is Drabonon. The only bracha that is Midaraisa is what? Birchas HaMazen, bench. Maybe Birchas is before we learn, is, is a is Daraisa, but the only bracha is benching. So to make a bracha, the Torah is telling me that I didn't forget to make a bracha before my Meiser. That's the Rabbonon. That can't be what the Torah is referring to. So the Sivzacham, in very short words, says, Milvarechacha, Milishabechacha, Beis, Hafroshas Maisris. It's to bless you means to praise you. At the time that I'm bringing the Maisris, that I'm separating, taking from my hard work, and I'm giving this over as a mitzvah of Maiser. I think, thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity for giving me the opportunity to do this mitzvah. And the, and the Chidush Arim, not quoting not quoting the the Sifzeh Chachamim asks the same question it's an obvious question on Rashi, and he wants to say a unique pshat that we find by brachas that there is a mitzvah to make the bracha on anything over las yasan. That's the lashon of the halacha over las which means make it first before you do it, before you drink, before you eat, before you do the mitzvah, before you put on the tefillin. You hold it here, you before you tie the talus and put on the talus, and before you tie the tefillin over las yasan. And it's a gemara megillah that brings it from a few psukim that over means before. The Gemara asks, how do you know Iver means before? So it brings a few proofs. And that's what the Lashon of Iver Las Yasan. So, so the Chidush Arim wants to say that in that halacha is this pshat here. Iver Las Yasan means that I appreciate the fact that I'm obligated to be, and that I'm in this position to be able to do a mitzvah which is such a tremendous awareness. It's an awareness that, that is, it has to be the premise and the foundation for all of the mitzvahs and everything we do and everything we don't do. We cannot appreciate the din of Rosh Hashanah if you don't come into Rosh Hashanah appreciating that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us and gave us a Torah and mitzvahs and created us as the one and only nation. And we share a special bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is really ultimately the, the answer to the famous question. If it's a day of judgment, universally the day of judgment, why don't we start knocking on doors and telling all the Goyim, hey, it's the day of judgment. Take five minutes out of your day. And, and, and say, oh God, I, I, I believe in you and I am so sorry if I've done any sins and it's a day of judgment. Why don't we have a mitzvah to tell everybody that? Doesn't it's only for us? Kol We say in the Nisana Toike, Kol In my dictionary, that means everybody who steps foot on this world. And that's the truth. 
everybody is judged. All things are judged. All creatures are judged on Rosh Hashanah. But we don't have a mitzvah because the essence and the crux of Rosh Hashanah is for Klal Yisrael. Now we know this also because Rosh Hashanah according to most opinions the, the, the Rosh Hashanah the world was created on Chafek Elul and Rosh Hashanah represents the sixth day of creation which is when man was created. Adam represents Klal Yisrael. That's who Adam Rishon became is Klal Yisrael, the chosen the one who was given the dictate to serve and to protect the world. We were given, we are, we undertook that position. So Rosh Hashanah represents in its essence this overlas yasan to understand how in Yiddish we say how gliklach, how fortunate we are to be part of and unique be part of a God's inner circle. It has responsibilities. There's no question. It has judgment. There's scrutiny. But also, we matter. The, the, the bottom line of Mishpat has to be, and we've mentioned this before, I heard this from my Rosh Hashiv, Rabbi Weinberg, Zatzal, he used to say this all the time, that's the Anila Doidi of Elul. And Rosh Hashanah, you have to come in believing that you matter. You matter what you do, of course. You matter what you say. You matter what you think. You matter how you relate. It matters. It matters to who? It matters to Akash Baruch Hu. And, of course, there are consequences, there's judgment, but all the G'dayim who cried when they thought of Elul and, and, and participated in Rosh Hashanah, it was, I promise you, because I've heard it from great people, it was based on their understanding, their deep understanding, how fortunate and how beloved we are, which is the essence of Kelahahoidois. This is the essence of what it means that he is the God of thanksgiving. He wants us to feel that it's, it's out of love and it's out of appreciation, out of value, sheer value of who we are. <clears throat> and this is, what, this is what we say in, in, this is what this week's Parsha is all about. The Toichacha is one reflection of that. And that's what we say before Rosh Hashanah, we have to read the Toichacha. Yeah, don't, be careful and uh, you're going to get all the... But look at all the other things that are in this week's parsha. Bikurim is also in this week's parsha, pre- preceding it. The Maisris, where we have to say and show the appreciation and show the, the where we've come from. Look how much good Look at the history. Look at where we came from. From a few people. Always being pursued. In the house of Lovan. And Dafka in the house of Lovan where he was there for 20 years. That's where Yaakov Inu developed. That's where he found his, all his wives and he had all his children. Dafka there, not in spite of him. In Lovan Garti, we know the famous Pasuk, the Taryag Mitzvah Shamardi, Garti are the same letters as Taryag. But what did I learn? I didn't learn from his bad ways, Revertman used to say, that's a separate blessing. Not only did I keep the mitzvahs, but I didn't learn because the book of his, of the essence of Yaakov was opened Dafka in that difficult chapter of his life when he was with Lavan, who was the antithesis. And there he learned how to survive and how to thrive. And this is what our Rosh Hashanah is, is all about. And this is the, the, the essence and the, the foundation of, of starting once again, getting a new lease on life, but what life is all about. 
in this week's parsha, we find the special mitzvah of the halachta bidrachav, going in God's ways, which is which you know it's a mitzvah saseid deraisa, but it doesn't have a specific action. Right, the Rambam in Hilchas Deus, which that alone teaches us how deep and how far-reaching this mitzvah is. But it's a mitzvah deraisa. The Rambam in the first parak of Hilchas Deus Right, and that's what Mish. That's the essence of Mishpat. That's the essence of Mishpat. Why Mishpat is is serious, but also it it, it should make us smile, as well. And if we don't understand that, then we we're not ready for Rosh Hashanah. We won't appreciate. It's not going to have an everlasting um, effect on us. And this is the mitzvah. This week's parsha of a halachta bedrochav. It's a pasuk. Chof ches tes. Chof ches tes. It's good to see it inside. Chof ches tes. Page 1076. Right after all the hargrizim and har evil. And then it says, when you listen to Hashem and you listen to his mitzvahs, you'll have all these brachas. And then in Pasuk Tess, it says, as part of the brachas, and Hashem will confirm you to himself as a holy people. Like he swore to you. Why? You go in his way. You go in his way. This is the essence of the Chazal tell us. This is the essence of the 13 principles of mercy that we start in Slichus, start saying and start reiterating to ourselves that this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and, in, in, and therefore by, by definition this is who we are. We have the potential to mirror and emulate HaKadosh Baruch in his essence of 13 principles of faith and principles of mercy. We have that ability. There's a whole sefer written called Toymer Devoira that goes through based on a different pasuk, a pasuk that we actually say on Rosh Hashanah in Tashlich that has 13 the attributes of mercy and if you look at that safer, it's a beautiful safer. I think it's translated into English as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Rabbatisio Solomon has a beautiful safer on that safer term of Devora. And in the preface to the, his safer, he has an essay about the mitzvah Vahlachta Bedrachov. And there he says that Vahlachta Bedrachov, as is brought in Hilchas Deus, Mahu Nikrachanun. In Halachavav, Afator Nikrachanun. And then the Rambam says, Ketzer Yargil Adam Atzme Bedeus Elo. How do you get familiar with this? Until they become set and permanent with a kvias in your being. The Rambam. The Rambam is saying this in Hilchas Deus, the last Halacha in Hilchas Deus. Yase. He has to do it over and over again. Find opportunities to be compassionate. Find, don't have to look far. <laughs> don't look in your house. Don't don't look outside. Look online. What chesed can I do? You could do uh, with chesed without end, right there in your home, constantly. Your family. With your surroundings, in your shul, with your friends, with your neighbors, and you should repeat it constantly with with small things. Achiu my sayem kalim till they become second nature to you. Then they become 
set v'yikvu hadeus benafshay. And he, then he ends off, he shalomed Avram Avinu Labonav. This is what Avram Avinu taught his children. In Parshas Lech Lecha, that because Hashem revealed to Avram Avinu what he was going to do to Sdom, because he knew that Avram Avinu was the type of person that he wants to teach and command his children and his home after him. V'shamru derech Hashem. They will watch and preserve the way of God. And that's, and and someone who's going in this way, he brings toiva and bracha to himself, like it says in Avram Avinu. Manhovi Hashem al asher dibre love, like all the brachas that Hashem. And Rabbi says that Avram Avinu, being the first father, the first of the Avais, set this in stone in our DNA for the Jewish people that we are people who who appreciate appreciate the opportunity that Hashem has given us through his mitzvahs and this becomes the foundation of all the mitzvahs so we read the 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 parsha bikurim not just because to know another mitzvah before rosh hashanah but to dedicate ourselves to the parsha of appreciating who we are. This is the fundamental of halachta bedrachav. That's why it's in this parsha. And it comes before the curses of the toichacha. You cannot appreciate and you'll never be successful at successfully averting the toichacha if you don't first appreciate what Bikurim teaches us in essence and what Avram Avinu taught us and, from the, and the mitzvah of halachta bedrachav. And, I, and, and this is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. You know, we have a machlokes in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. In the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. When was the world created? Was the world created in... Was the world created in Tishrei? Lai or in Nisan. It's in the Gemara of Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. It's a Gemara on Dav Ches and Dav Yud. Rabbi Eliezer says, Betishrei Nivroilam. And then the Gemara says, On Yudam Ebeis, Rosh Hashanah, Nifkeda Sarah. Sarah was opened up to have a child, which, by the way, is the first Kriya Satoira that we read on, on Rosh Hashanah. Right? Because that's what happened in Rosh Hashanah. And Rachel and Chana and Rosh Hashanah Yotza Yosef mi Asurim. Yosef left jail. Just a, it's, not, it's not a not a trivia. And Rosh Hashanah Botla Avoida me Avoisa the Gemara says. That's when the the hard work ended. They didn't leave till Nisan. That's what Rabbi Eliezer says. Rabbi Yeshua says Benisan Nivra that the world was created in Nisan. And in the and in Nisan we're going well, we were saved from Mitzrayim, but he agrees to everything else. That on Rosh Hashanah Nifka the Sarah doesn't argue on that. So who do we Paskin like? Is there a Psak when the world was created or not? Well, it's interesting. The Gemara and Daf Chavzayin in Rosh Hashanah says, "Keman Matzlinon Ha'idna." How do we, according to who, do we say today in our in our Machser Machser of Rosh Hashanah? According to who do we say, "Hayoyim Haras Today is the is the the birthday of the world, or as the Gemara says, "Hayoyim Tchilas Masecha." Today is the beginning of your handiwork. According to who is this? Asks the Gemara and Daf Chavzayin Amar Aleph. Zikaron leyoyim rishon, keman, kribliyazer. That must be like kribliyazer. That petitioning the vroilam. So asks Tosis over there on Chavzayim and Aleph says what? Like like our sitter is based on kribliyazer. We don't paskin like kribliyazer. Asks Tema hakaim lekrib Yeshua, like the Gemara said in Yud Beizim and Aleph, that Kufa kribb Yeshua. According to the Tkufa, 
we base on like Rabbi Yeshua that Benisa Nivra So what's going on here? We paskin like Rabbi Yeshua. I mean, it's a strange psak, but we paskin like Yeshua, basing the the seasons of the world that like the Nisan Nivra and we daven like Rabbi Yehuda and Rosh Hashanah, like that the world was created in Tishrei. Famous Rabbeinu Tam in Taisus, Omi Rabbeinu Tam, Elu ve'Elu Divrei Elu Kimchaim. They're both true. You know, as I said, how they both be true. You're also true. You're also right. You know. <laughs> But there's a concept in ha- in halacha, in halacha, not just hashkafa, that elu ve'elu divrei chaim. They're both from the living God. But they're teaching us a different way of life, a different, no way of life, a different facet of the life to be connected with elokim chaim, the eternal God. God is not limited. What does that mean? Says Taisus, ve'ikolamemar. You could say. That Hakadosh had the mindset, if you can have the, you know, kaviyochol, he had the mindset to create the world in Tishrei. But it wasn't actually created till Nisan. So there is a psak in what we call the Olam Hamachshava that Gedal Yeshor goes through, and the Olam Hamachshava that it was created in, in Tishrei. That's our Rosh Hashanah. And in the real world of action, that's in, in Nisan. These are the dichotomy. This is the reading of Bikurim, of Rosh Hashanah, pre-Rosh Hashanah in Kisavai, where we're going to the Olam HaMachshava. Who are we? What are we? What are we made out of? What, what are we based on? Well, yeah, we're based on halachta bedrachav. We were given that dictum from that mitzvah from back in Avram Avinu's time. V'shamru derech Hashem. This is what he said into motion. Ki yedaydev Hashem knew, like Hashem only could know in his yedia, which is beyond space and time. Right? The old question bechir and yedia in the yedia of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there is no space and time. There's no limitations. I know in my world of knowing where that's there's a creation called we're set into motion that they are the people they are my people among all the people I don't care what percentage of humanity they are they have a, a, they're, are, they're balanced on a different scale they are people they go Hashem it, it's not a specific mitzvah necessary. It's everything. It's more basic. It's part of the kel ha'hoidoyz. It's part of that I gave them the opportunity to feel grateful. Grateful to be part of that world. This is what Rosh Hashanah represents. This is the simcha of Rosh Hashanah. Nisan, when we read it in the, in the Haggadah, this is saying that at, at, like we say in the Haggadah, at Aram area, we were naked without mitzvahs. We were like like idolaters. We were just like a goy in Mitzrayim. We had no mitzvahs. We can't get out of Mitzrayim. We can't function without actions of mitzvahs. So Kodesh gave us mitzvahs Pesach, mitzvahs Mila, mitzvahs Karben Pesach, mitzvahs all the mitzvahs that we were loaded up with. And with that, we came out of Mitzrayim. That's the Bikurim of Pesach time. To be grateful that we, that Ratzah Kodesh Baruch Hu, we're going to see the last Mishnah in Pesach des Makas. Ratzah Kodesh Baruch Hu, the famous Mishnah we say it every time we finish learning. And then they say Kaddish, right? Kodesh Baruch wanted to give us a merit. Lezakos, give us a schus. Therefore, he gave us abundance of Torah. The piled it on six hundred and thirteen versus the seven mitzvahs of the of the God. It's a total different program. It's not the same program. We have six thirteen and they have seven. It's a totally different program. But he gave us a lot of mitzvahs, because so we should be. Zach means purified. We should be sophisticated. And we should be demonstrated. Six thirteen, of course, represent all of our physical body parts and limbs and sinews and all that. 
the 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 248 positive commandments and the uh, 365 negative commandments they all represent the 613 uh, parts of the of the human body this is but on Rosh Hashanah these are the two times we read Bikurim two different response different aspects of gratitude Rosh Hashanah represents we are grateful to be able to even sit on the be in the hot seat of judgment this is what we say in in this week's parsha it's a, it's a where's the, the pasuk There's a famous pasuk in this week's parsha, Haske Sushma Yisrael. I didn't write it down in my notes. Let's we'll find it. The word Haskes is an unusual word. It's the only time in Tanakh, I believe, that this word is is written. Here it is, page 1072, Posuk Tess. And Moshe and the Kohanim, when they were standing in Har Grizim and Har Evol, right, they said these following words, Haskes, Ushma Yisrael, be attentive. This art scroll, you know, okay, superficially addresses it. Be attentive and hear. Asahaske means to be attentive. It's the same word as Ushma. What is the second? Today you have become a people. What does that mean? So So Rashi says simply here, Every day has to be fresh. That's what Rashi says. But Rashi elsewhere explains what is this day? What was that day? What, what day was that? So Rashi says that that day was the day towards the end of the of the Torah where where Moshe Rabbeinu before he died gave B'nai Levi can you imagine? He staged a um, a big demonstration, and he gave B'nai Levi, people of his tribe, a safer Torah. And the, the, all of the rest of Kalal Yisrael were fuming. He says, what? You're giving the Torah only to your na- to your tribe? What? We're chopped liver? We're, we, we, we weren't there on Har Sinai? We weren't in Mitzrayim? Why are you only giving it to, to them? And Moshe Rabbeinu said, Today is my happiest day of my life. I'm looking for that Rashi. Today is the happiest day of my life. Because I see that the Jewish people are have a desire and a burning hunger for the Torah, and they don't want to be left out. 
And this is what, and that's what he said. This is what it means. This day, what was that? This was this day. At, that, that he had Rashi uses a beautiful lotion time Dvekim Vikfatsim that you're cling to and you're desirous to have the Torah. This is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. Before we do, we have to feel, we have to feel that this is the greatest gift. This is what this is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. I just recently heard a story that that uh, I heard this over from from Aaron Lapiansky, who heard it directly from um, he was I think he was there he was at this there was a gathering of some of the older uh, Slabotka Talmidim. And Rabmeir Chodosh, the, the, the Mashgiach in, in Hebron, was there, and some of his friends, friends from, from Slabotka. And then they were singing, and they were singing a special song that they had a connection with that came from, comes from what we say every day, and we don't get so excited about it in the Halalukas. You know, we get through the hallelujahs, uh, we come early enough to davening, and we're able to say all the hallelujahs, right? That already we, we think we're, we're a tzaddik. But in the third hallelujah, which according to many opinions, that is the one that you don't skip. 148? No, this is not, not a regular sitter. In the Hallelujah, the third one, which is Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Es Hashem Min Hashemayim. So at the end it says, Vayorem Karen La'amoy. He has exalted the pride of his nation. Tehila Lachol Chasidov, causing praise for all his devout ones, Levnei Yisrael, for the children of Israel, Am Karoivoy, the people who, who, with whom he is intimate, Hallelujah. And they had a song to those words. And in the middle of singing this song over and over again, Rabmir Khadish turns to his friend from Slabotkin. He says, Isn't it amazing how we are the intimate, we are we are the intimate nation, and they both burst out in tears from the sheer gratitude, the sheer attitude. That feeling so grateful, so blessed to be connected with Kale Hahoidois. That's the ultimate gratitude. This and and Rabbi Lapansky says he was sitting there and he says, I'm just not from a I'm from a different planet. I don't understand their language. We dive in the same words, but that they could that they connect to it, these people. They come, they were, they were educated in a different schooling and he felt so small and so humbled by being there and seeing this if he didn't see it he wouldn't believe it but this is where we're supposed to get to on Rosh Hashanah when the when the when the Chazan starts HaMelech and people fainted over the history right now we don't know right and yeah we faint but you cannot faint or it's not the same kind of fainting out of fear. You'll never faint from the fear. You have to faint from gratitude, from sheer that we are an intimate nation. We am karoivai. And this is what the Taimur Devara uses this language when he says how we have a connection to emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no specific, you have to do what I have to do. I have to do how I, I relate to it. And how I can, and how I've, how I've uh, acclimated and trained myself to feel that we are am karoiva, that we have a connection. Then I will know what to emulate and how I can emulate. Without that, then Rosh Hashanah is is stale. It's it's without feeling, without meaning. It's supposed to be the sweet, 
That's where we dip the apple in the honey. It's supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to be transformative, which is really what the apple and the honey. Honey, you know, the Chavetz Chaim writes this and others, great people write this. Honey transforms what lies in the honey. You know, the famous question, how do we eat honey? Because it for sure has pieces of bee in it. Halachically, kashras. How do you eat honey? So this question was dealt with by the great Paiskim and the psak that the Chavetz Chaim writes from the crazy place from he writes because anything that stays in honey gets transformed and it's no longer a piece of bee, it's honey becomes honey that's why Torah is, is compared it's, it's a it's a mesukim midvash we say in the Shabbos davening mesukim midvash, it's sweeter than honey Mesukim midvash. What's the analogy? The Chavetz Chaim says because it's not like sugar sugar coated. We call it. It's honey makes transforms that this once bitter or disgusting piece of a bee now becomes honey. It's honey. You can eat it. No problem. It's honey. You think you're you're not seeing a piece of bee? That's not a wing. That's a, that's that. I don't think you'll find one, and you could, the USDA will have a problem with that. But <laughs> but if you did, if you okay. did be be okay. You don't got to look for it. Like we look in our vegetables for bugs and all that. Honey, honey not honey. Pella, this is the the this is what Rosh Hashanah. It's transformative, and we cry and we faint, and and I think this is the secret. In the Nisana Toikif, we call the apex, you know, apex of, of Rosh Hashanah, we scream after we, we say, Usashuva, Usafila, Utsdaka, Mavirinus Roya Hagzera. We don't say, what do you mean, Mavirin? Mavirin is Passover. We should say, like we say in the Avinu Malkinu. Kara roya gzardinenu, avina malkinu. Kara roya gzardinenu. Tear it up, obliterate it, burn it, shred it. What's mavirus roya gzera? So mavirus is going on us, like we started. Oyver lasiyasam. Make us change our attitude and our gratitude towards the kosh then we will find it easy to connect with tshuva. We will find it easy to connect with tefillah and tzedakah. It will be natural because we'll see that we are am karoivai and it's just going to be so, be like the oivr like the yosan, that the attitude that you come into saying the mitzvah, I didn't forget how grateful, how, how blessed we are, how we're am karoivai. That's what Rosh Hashanah is all about. May Hashem give us the the insight and the and the wisdom to be able to prepare properly and to enjoy the davening. Enjoy the davening. I mean that it's such an enjoyable davening and the machzor. And we should have a ksiva of a chasima Thank you so much.